You are listening to a Bucking Spurs podcast brought to you by eavesdropstudios.com where you can go and find everything that we do on this side of Go Spurs Go at eavesdropstudios.com. to talk about guys what is up san antonio spurs nation hola como estas countdown city say town it's all right we're gonna be all right we're gonna be all right is it time to panic no it's not is it time to be concerned well sure are there a lot of variables hitting our team right now absolutely we're gonna go ahead and talk about how we're doing compared to the rest of the league talk about Bryn Forbes versus Derek White who should be starting at the point guard should we play them together Podal he's coming around Lonnie Walker's playing basketball again and our D needs a lot of work we need to step it up on D so we're gonna get into all this and more but first Sirenova drop that beat boy Guys, we're 13 and 14. We're 12th in the West. We're not comfortable at this position. This is something that we're not used to. We haven't been in this situation, you know, since the year before we got Tim Duncan. (coughs) But how are we really stacking up against other teams in the league and in the Western Conference? Well, right now, we're 14th. And points per game. We're scoring 110 points per game. That's ninth in the West. All right, so 14th in the league, ninth in the West. What does that mean? It means that we're middle of the pack. We're pretty much middle of the pack and putting points on the board. I think being at 14 shows consistency on that side of the ball. I think it's pretty obvious. DeMar DeRozan's a good 25 to 35 points a game. Um, You know, the big stat is... LaMarcus Aldridge you know when he comes to play we're pretty dang tough when he struggles to put the ball in the hole we struggle to win games bright spot we are third in the whole NBA third at three point percentage at 38.2 percent that's pretty damn good again I mean we're scoring lots of points that's not a problem we're shooting the ball very very well from beyond the arc and we're 11th in the league in field goal percentage so the problem isn't on the offensive end 
Let's just say that. We're shooting 46.2% from the field, 38.2% from the three, scoring 110 points per game average. You know, through the first 27 games, and that's a good sample size when you see it on paper. But realistically, is it? Is it a good sample size? Let's talk about our starting lineup. Starting lineups. Guys, we all knew that we are going to be figuring things out. It's going to be a process. Who's going to play well together? Who is going to be competing enough on the defensive end to start? You know, that's all going to take time to figure out. You know, we've had six starting lineups this season. Six. Majority of them have come in this form, though. The, the starting lineup that has been most consistently seen on the floor is LaMarcus Aldridge at the five, Dante Cunningham, Rudy Gay, DeMar DeRozan, and Bryn Forbes. That's been our lineup that has brought us the most wins with eight wins versus five losses, right? Total of 13 games out of the 27. That's, that's our starting unit. And, you know, Dante Cunningham, I hate to say it because I love the guy and he's given us so much. He's giving us so much on the defensive side of the ball. But when we have Dante Cunningham in the starting lineup, that just goes to show what caliber of team we really are compared to, you know, other ones in the league. Dante Cunningham is on his back legs. He wasn't expecting, you know, expected to play this much, but he is and he's doing well. Obviously, he brings a lot of uh, the defense, defensive consistency, uh, consistency to the lineup, and we're going to need that. And that's why he's there. It's no mystery. Let's look at the past four games. Today's December 10th. Like I said earlier, we just played Utah, Lakers, Lakers, Utah, right? Where we dropped two, we went two and two. We lost on the road. And we won at home. But we went from losing. The big, you know, takeaway that I can see from these past four games is that we go from losing by 36 points against Utah um, on the road. And then we come back and then we take care of Utah. No, no problem. Right. So that just goes to show one thing, and that's consistency. That's going to be an issue. Um, I think Pop had a quote after the game. Um, I'll go ahead and read it for us. It says, Communication has improved. A little bit more understanding. Guys getting used to playing with each other and understanding what the process is for the way we want to play, right? And he thinks that it's sinking in. So we'll see if it continues. And it's about consistency. And we haven't had that, right? That's Coach Pop on the game last night and kind of just what's going on. With the Spurs, I mean, some of the, if I want to take little pieces out of this, when he's talking about um, guys are beginning to understand how we want to play, guys, we have all these new players. We have, you know, Jakob Podol is finally coming around. Um, he's had a couple big, big games for us. <coughs> he's playing really well on both sides of the floor. Um, so we expected that. We expected him to come along slowly, right? I mean, uh, Dante Cunningham is is coming along Derek White, you know, is starting to come along. Brent Forbes is coming along. But the big piece here is they're learning how to play together. This is a brand new team, guys. We're not we're not coming off, you know, a season where they all gelled already for a year. And we know Spurs basketball takes a long time 
to get fluidness where there's there's this you know unconscious motion you know on both sides of the floor where the ball is moving and penetrating and dishing and finding open guys and on the defensive side we're ball pressuring if we get beat there's help rotations and then helping the helper there's all this stuff going on where it's just fluid like seamless that takes time that takes time um Rudy Gay went on to say you know I think it's the beginning of what we can be and people are forgetting that we're still learning and that's true that's true and and once these guys come together and i think i predicted it would take us about you know you know honestly this whole season let's be honest it doesn't take half a season or three quarters of a season to understand spurs basketball it takes quite a bit to get to that point where we're championship contenders you know right now we're 12th in the west it's not good enough to be in the playoffs we are not playing good enough Right now, we are 20, 24th, 24th in the league in um, points given up per game. We are just so inconsistent on that defensive side of the ball. And we're learning. I mean, I, I think there's games where we look damn good on the defense. And there's some games that we just look terrible. You know, Pau Gasol being out, face it, let's face it. A lot of us just want to throw Pau Gasol out, you know, into the trash because we see this young athletic Jakobotum and that's just ridiculous. Pau Gasol brings a lot to the table, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And I mean, let's not forget we had a we had a really big starting lineup. I think that was the game plan going into the season was to start Pau and Lamarcus together. Why? Not because it's going to provide a lot of a bigger offensive. Um, you know threat to the opposing team but it protects the paint when people get into the paint uh, and get beat off the dribble which we do get beat off the dribble a lot when you're starting Bryn Forbes and DeMar DeRozan together I mean you're asking just to give up a lot of paint touches and a lot of drives to the rim right so that's hard that takes a lot of defensive effort to help and rotate off of that because those two guys they're not the best defensive players on our team and they're in the starting lineup Right, that's where Dante Cunningham comes in, because um, he's knowledgeable on all the rotations. Rudy Gay is having to step up in that department as well. So, you know, Pau is out and definitely right. He's out of his boot though. He's not. He's not in his in his boot that for his foot. He had a, uh, a fracture in his foot, and that's coming along slowly. You know, he's older, so they don't age as fast. You know, and 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 a foot injury for a big guy, um, for seven footers, that's no joke. I mean, Yao, it took Yao Ming right out of the league, you know, and we're we're lucky that we're seeing a, a healthy Embiid, you know, battle through all this stuff. All right, so let's move on. Bryn Forbes or Derek White? Or should we play them together? Bryn Forbes has developed into a pretty solid point guard. I think he's uh, he's really a combo guard where he can shoot the ball, obviously, and create open, open shots for himself. And I think that's the best thing for us right now is to not limit Bryn Forbes. Bryn Forbes is going to get better as he goes. And he provides another offensive threat. And Derek White you know gives us a lot as well he he's he makes easy he he finds the easy the open guy he makes a lot of easy baskets for us um if he sees a guy he can put the ball pretty much wherever he wants you know so i'm very interested to see them play together they played together against utah um 
the other night and and that was pretty interesting um but if it's going to be one or the other it's really just who's going to defend better who's going to be able to, to stay in front of their guy i think um Derek white has really really good off ball defense he can really get into passing lanes he's really smart he's really heady he can see things on the floor that Bryn can't because Bryn's not naturally a point guard so he doesn't he never really had to but he's learning um Poto's coming around uh, I think that's kind of been the buzz around the Spurs locker room and the Spurs media for the past week or so is that Poto's having big games and so that's huge that's huge for us um Lonnie Walker's playing in the D League in the G League I'm sorry and he's like dropping mad numbers and he's just hitting all these mid-range jump shots and it's just it's just too easy it's too easy for him but hopefully that's where he's getting his confidence so whenever he is ready I I, I uh, expect that to be in the next month or so I wouldn't see him coming back past mid mid January um a little bit before the All-Star break uh so that, that'll be interesting, and that's going to help us. And it's interesting to see how and how much he plays and how he plays when he does get his opportunity because, guys, I'm going to be honest, he's he's not that great of a defender right now. He has all the tools. He's athletic. He's smart. He's humble. He's hungry. He works hard. And all that leads to being a good defender, but it also takes time to you know mix up all the ingredients so you get a good final product. And that takes more than one season. But let's see how Lonnie comes out and plays. Because if he wants to play, I feel like there's minutes for him. But it's going to have to be earned on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, we're waiting on that. Um, Right now, guys, don't panic. It's not time to hit the panic button. We going to be all right. Okay? But we do have to start winning some ball games here. Because come All-Star break... That's going to be kind of the tell, the telling uh, of where our season's going to go. Okay, are we going to be around 500? Are we going to be over 500 or under? We need to be above 500 by All-Star break. I think that's the goal. We have the schedule in front of us. We, we can't get our tails whooped by the rodeo road trip this year. We have to be, of course, we're, that's usually where we figure things out is on the road, on that road trip, you know. But we have to maintain a 500 record. Right now, we're sitting a game below it. Um, the West is too good this year. I mean, it's good every year, but good God. Who saw, you know, the Lakers having a good record? Who saw Sacramento having a good record? And Denver being so damn competitive. I knew they were going to be in the playoff hunt, but at the top of the West, I didn't see that coming. Portland's hidden uh, on all cylinders. Portland's playing really good. So we have to figure this thing out. Because offensive isn't our offensive side of the ball isn't the problem. It's the defensive side, and that's the goal. But don't panic. We're loyal. We know we're loyal. Davis Bertans is coming out to play. These young guys are stepping it up, and you can see it on the floor that they're starting to enjoy playing with each other a little bit more. We know we're going to get twenty some points out of DeRozan. Lamarcus needs to be a little bit more consistent because uh, we need him. We need him. We need Big Dog to step it up. All right, but that's going to be it for today's episode. Um, we'll get back to you with some more. Uh, just want to say shout out to all my Bucking Spurs podcast listeners. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode.